millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Come Along Pond, a Doctor Who discussion podcast with your hosts, Elliot and Amla. You're f- far too cheery. I hate this. I- I'm so <laughs> upset. It's, I hate this. It's last, uh, last in the series, baby. I'm really not happy about it. I'm sorry. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Have you been? Besides being. Severely emotionally damaged. How have you been? Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> what do you even say after after an episode like that? What? What? How do you? How? How, how do you even <laughs> continue with existence? Do you know what I mean? I know. Why even bother making more series? Why? 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 <laughs> why? I'm good, thank you. Um, yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, my God, Elliot, but how are you? How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Listen, it's Not... all about me, okay? <laughs> yes, it's the day you died. It's the day, it's the day I fucking died. Seriously, I hate this. Well, something I don't hate is all of the wonderful emails in Email Corner. Yeah. Unofficial email corner. Yeah. So, I don't think there's no... There's... Thank you for sending in your emails, as always. Thank you. It has been lovely, once again, to read a bunch of emails. And, you know, we're working... We are working our way through the backlog. We're actually quite a healthy amount of the way through it now. So, again, do send them in. Don't worry about the backlog. It's fine. Yeah. 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 
as a side note, we also love getting questions. I feel like some of you hesitate to ask questions. Ask questions. And and speaking of questions, before we get into the emails, so basically, we were thinking, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, rah, rah, um, <laughs> oh god, ah, uh, rah, that's so fucking whatever. Anyway, so basically, we are always constantly surprised at the fact that people take time out of their day to give us a rating on Spotify or whatever app it may be. But Spotify especially is popping off at the moment and we thank you. We are nearly at 100 ratings on Spotify. Um, It's madness. And we thought if we could get to at least 100 ratings, we would possibly maybe do an Instagram Live, Elliot and I. Like a nice like hour, hour and a half Instagram Live where you guys can just message in hopefully nice things and questions and As I say, yeah, an hour, hour and a half, depending on a if anyone watches and exactly b, providing we don't get bullied. Um. <laughs> yeah, please come because that would be so embarrassing if literally we were there with like two people. That'd be so embarrassing. Yeah, we it won't be it won't be out of the blue. Um, you know, we'll we'll even if we get to hundred, yeah, when we get to hundred, even if it happens like the day after this episode goes out, we're not just going to do it. There will be sufficient warning and build up. Give us a little cheeky five star rating or four and a half, whatever, you um, know. And also as well, even though just to get this live to happen, what you have to do is rate us on Spotify. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts. No one listens over there and it's the best podcasting platform. Hashtag not spawn. Oh my God, someone sponsor us. Come on. If Audible wants to sponsor us, that's absolutely fine. Let's go. Anyway, we have three emails. We have two lovely, short, sweet little emails. And then we have one that's a bit more involved. So we'll get the short and sweet done first. This is from uh, Ray. That is how I would pronounce your name. Uh, their name is spelled R-E-I. So many apologies if it's pronounced another way, but I'm going to call you Ray for the purposes of this. And they say, Hi Dan, Lauren Elliot. I'm currently working through the podcast as I crochet, and it's given me so many laughs already, even though I'm only on episode six. I just know that you two are going to give me so much entertainment as I'm working on my blanket. So thank you so much. Adorable. I had I had to include that because it's adorable, and I want to see the crochet blanket. Ray, 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 Ray. Please, please email over a photo of that crochet blanket. Yeah, please. Well, yeah, yeah. Tag us on Instagram. Anything. I want to see it. I have a crochet blanket. When it's cold in the podcasting house, I do wear my crochet blanket like a shawl. Yes, and I've uh, I can uh, vouch for this. Elliot does wear. A very cute crochet blanket. Only when it's cold enough. I broke the bank, put the heating on tonight. For <laughs> That's why we need sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh dear. Anyway. Uh, anyhow. And this is from, uh, again, same same kind of uh, pronunciation issue, so I do apologise. Uh, it's, it's either Leah or Lee, not 100% sure. But I would, I would say... Leah is more likely. They say, Hi Dan and Elliot, I hope you're both doing well. Just want to say how much I've been loving your podcast. I've grown up with Doctor Who. Uh, with the first episode, The Revival, literally came out just over a week after I was born. I really, I recently rewatched all of it again. I didn't know what to do with myself after I finished it. However, in good timing, I found your podcast from TikTok and proceeded to binge your episodes. I love listening to the episode drawing and it's become a tradition for me each evening. Can't wait to continue listening. Also, P.S. Would you ever do a Sarah Jane Adventures rewatch? as it's kind of enjoyable once you look past the awful CGI. Well, much love from Lee. 
by the way, I'm fine with this being read out on the pod. Congratulations, we have. Thank you for the email, first of all. And second of all, the Sarah Jane adventures could be coming very soon. Could be. Could be. Maybe. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? When we figure out some scheduling things, it's either definitely coming soon or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll do a poll and find out who wants what more. Do you know what I mean? Go yeah. follow us on the inst- on the gram. Either way, if you listen to this for long enough, even if it takes 15 years, no stone will be left unturned in the Doctor Who universe. Basically. But also, again, always shouting out the gram. The gram is where we ask questions and get in contact with you guys. We will probably do a poll asking what you guys want to see next, just so I get an idea of scheduling and stuff. So definitely go and follow us on the gram. If we put a little poll up, vote on the poll. Help us out. Finally, we have a wonderful, very involved and very perhaps thematically pertinent email from Lucy, which is why I've saved it for this episode. So, Lucy says, Hello, with multiple O's, download and Elliot. I'm not going to lie, I've only started listening to you guys today, thanks to TikTok. I'm literally obsessed and haven't stopped listening all day, so thank you for that. Uh, I'm also literally the worst at typing things out. However, since it's Christmas, just imagine you're in the past. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine. Past is a different country. Ooh. Yes, exactly. Um, since it's Christmas, I would be interested to know your opinions on the song, Song for Ten. It's on my Christmas playlist, obviously. I was listening to it the other day, and the lyrics hit me. Basically, it foreshadows Rose and Ten's future, the one on the soundtrack. Um, Lyrics included go as follow. Uh, So have a good life. Do it for me. Make me so proud, like you want me to be. Wherever you are, I'm thinking of you oceans apart. I want you to know. Well, I woke up one day, and you're on the other side. Our time will never come again. But if you can still dream, close your eyes. It will seem that you can see me now. And then... Whoa, I wish today. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I showed my sister this and she said I should share it online and see what people say, but I'm far too socially awkward for that shit. Uh, but it would be interesting to hear your guys' opinions. P.S. I won't be offended if you add it into your podcast, but also I won't be offended if you don't. P.S. Sorry if you guys have already figured this out. I don't have anyone else to talk to, talk to about, so I'm a bit late on the bandwagon. Lol, thank you for being awesome. Lucy, Lucy, I, I mean, yes, you're correct. I can't say I've ever really thought about the lyrics that much. Yeah, um, same. Because it's just a bit of a banger. But yeah, especially I woke up today and you're on the other side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Not fun. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, Our time I will never this. come again. Yeah. I hate this. I hate yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, especially have a good life. Do it for me. That is just what the night says. Do that for says. me, Rose. Have a fantastic have a life. Fantastic life. Yeah. Um... <laughs> No, I'm actually so pissed off. Anyway, whatever. We move, we move, we move, we move. Thought it was a really well-observed point, Lucy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you. It would be criminal to read it out elsewhere. Sorry you've had to wait since Christmas. Yeah, I'm literally so sorry. Happy Christmas, Lucy. Happy Christmas. Happy belated <laughs> Christmas. Oh, well, those were the emails, so I'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see you next week. Um, Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. If only only we had some Time Lord science.
So today we are talking about trauma dumping 101. It's it's the it's the final baby. It's the last one. Season finale, Doomsday, season two, episode fourteen. Which say it with me includes the Christmas invasion. Yeah. Yeah. This is broadcast on the eighth of July two thousand six. Directed again by Graham Harper and written by the cruelest of all bastards, Russell T Davis. <laughs> No, but like, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Graham Harper. I actually personally, I feel like we we always like go past the directors quite quickly. But I, he's one of my favourite Doctor Who directors. Like, yeah, he's very good. The 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 the, the backlog, the the catalogue of work is slay. Do you know what I mean? Without wishing to reveal my opinions on future stories, I will say that I will forever love Graham Harper for directing the Waters of Mars. Yes. That's all I'll say. Graham Harper aside. Uh-huh. Because we've, we've, what have we done? We've, we've, we've scoured Graham Harper's IMDb, uh, and there was a hyperlink to get to this episode, which means that I know what IMDb thinks this episode is about. <laughs> I know what Google thinks it's about. Fuck, I know what I think it's about. But for the last time this series, I know what you think it's about. It's... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't have words. Uh, but for the sake of the format, I'm going to try. Um, pain. It's about pain in its truest form. It's about... it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No, <laughs> yeah. really, really. Yeah. That's it. I believe you. Fucking bleak. <laughs> bleak! Bleak. Times. It's called Doomsday. It's not called Hope's Day. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's bleak as fuck. Like, actually, so depressed. What do you think it's about, though? I think this is about how just men will literally come from a parallel universe where they have no blood relation to you whatsoever. They just look like a man that you knew, and will literally start giving you orders. Stop it. Stop. Why are men? Interesting. Yeah, I love. I love Pete. But the way he talks to Jackie, but she, she ain't your wife. Yeah. And to be fair, she does make she makes that very well known. She does. She does. But yeah, that's that's what this episode's about. This episode asks the question that all media should dare to ask: Why are men? <laughs> Why are men? <laughs> um, fuck's sake. Um, Jk, love you. I have something to say immediately. Um, I should. I should hope so. Yeah. Um, we got a. <laughs> We we got to talk about it. <laughs> we got an um, episode to do, yeah. so I'm gonna talk about it. Rose, I love that. Not even it's not even a second. It's not even been, it's not even a second. And Rose is like, nah, bye. I ain't having this. I'm so sorry. We've been through this so many times. I've actually had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> she does um, what I've coined the Sycorax trick, which is just <gasps> name name the things. Yeah. Yeah, of course, things, this, this time it works because they are Daleks. <laughs> no, literally. And yeah. it's like, I will say, Rose in that jacket is my sexuality. And then taking it off. Mm, to make an angry point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she's like, she's like, nah, bye, not having it. I've actually been through this with you so many times. Like, why do we keep doing this? Like, I said, fuck off. And you're still here. Like, it's actually kind of boring. She's bored. Rose is so bored. 
It's like, oh, the Daleks again in another finale. They're so good as finale villains, though. They, they're, they're actually serving so much C-U-N-T, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> they they are the cult the, the, the <laughs> of Scarrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the cult of Scarrow, more like the <laughs> Scarrow. Scarrow. They're very sassy. Very sassy. Also, that was yeah. my joke. That was my joke that I oh. made up myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely thought of the of Scarrow. Yeah. I so did. <laughs> um, that's why we, that's why we yeah, no, as a they... team. You set them up, I knock them down. Exactly. No, it's true because I can't deliver. I, no, I really I really can't. I, I'm not good at speaking. Um, I will say, going in with a bit of a negative, you know, is it Raj? Yeah. That actor is not good. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. I think I think he is in every scene until he has to pretend to die. Then he doesn't commit to anything. Like, like he's not great, but like I think he's he's perfectly serviceable. But I think him pretending to die is pretty egregiously not good. It was just like no, no, no. And it's like it's like my guy, okay. my guy. Your like brain is being sucked out of your head. Like actually, just put some passion into it. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean that bit though. As a child, that really scared me. Like I couldn't watch that. It's creepy. I I forgot how cool it was. I knew they did it, but I sort of forgot that they did it because they just want information, to, like suck his mind out of everything that he knows. Absolutely mental. He just collapses as a skeleton. And then like Rose and Mickey are just like ill. Yeah, he didn't have to kill him. This is, I mean, other than that, I think this episode littered with good performances. Oh my god! Oh my god! In terms of performances, if we're going to talk about it, I would like to just have a little section to appreciate Billy Piper. Like, all jokes aside, like, all joking aside, that woman is a powerhouse. She knocked it out of the park in this episode. It cannot be fun to do that much, like, ugly crying. But she does it so well. Well, I didn't realise. So, um, after watching this episode, I watched a bit of the Confidential, the Doctor Who Confidential episode. And she filmed the scene on Bad Wolf Bay um, like five months before she was like finished shooting or something like that. That is a lot. So that is like a real mental hoop to jump through. Like I've got to film my, one of my last ever scenes at the time and go back to just like running down a corridor and pretending it didn't happen. But yeah, it's, so she is great. And I can't... When I say ugly crying, either, I don't mean it badly. I mean like the crying is so unflattering that that's what sells it, because it's not like, you know, oh, I need to look amazing on camera as I cry. It's just full-on breakdown. She's so... She just taps into that part of herself that's just so real and so true. And honestly, this performance in this episode... I mean, I've watched Billy Piper in nearly everything she's done. The only thing I've not seen her in is that new Birdie Catherine, film. Catherine called Birdie. That's it. And I'm going to watch it for her specifically. But yeah, that, I've seen her in nearly everything she's done. And genuinely, this episode is like her best. Next to I Am Susie Series 2, which you should stream for clear skin. Um, This is like her best performance ever. Like, oh God. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, And set my expectations for what relationships are going to be like way too high. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you want to burn up a sound to you, I'm not interested. Um... But no, I mean everybody is so, so fantastic in this. Camille as well. Camille is so good. Like there's there's a specific bit. We're going to be jumping around a lot in this episode, I feel. But specifically when um, Pete takes them to the 
the parallel universe to like get them away from what was going on. And Jackie was like, because when Rose takes herself back, and Jackie's like, to tell him, Mickey, tell him that you know we have to go back and get her and stuff. Oh, it's heartbreaking because you can tell she's just so desperate. I mean, there's so back. there are so many good Camille Kaduri scenes in this. Like when she's being dragged away by the Cybermen, just the way she's pleading yeah. with the Doctor. Yes. Yeah. There's so many. Oh, so much good. Despite all of our mixed feelings and comments about her last week, you know, Tracy Ann Oberman's brief scene in this before she gets converted is really good. I like the way she's like, they remove the brain and she stops and she's like, oh my God. And she's like, just realising what's about to happen. And she's like, they remove the brain and then put it inside a metal suit of armour. And you're like, oh girl, you yeah, make me scared. Apologises, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But then... I like the the defiant way she rips her she rips her arm out of the like side men's yeah grip. It's I cool. did my duty, the Queen and Country. Yeah, I did we'll my get, duty. We'll get back to that. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. But um, <laughs> I will say, if I was her, I would rather just get shot than turn get turned into a Cyberman. Like that's way less painful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would have like taken a tortured soldier's gun or something. Yeah, but like even when they're like dragging her to that little room. It's like, well, the conversion place. It's like, I would have just run away and probably got shot, but I'd rather get shot than have my brain cut open. But yeah, so we've got Cybermen, we've got Daleks. I mean, the feud was feuding. And it was also hilarious. It's the cattiest cat fight ever. Like, you think, this is the thing. It's like, you think this is going to be an epic, epic showdown. And it is, to an extent. It's also just funny. Anyway, there are also people who don't, or not don't like this episode, but think that the battle should have been cooler. But you know what? We get lots of Dalek side man fighting, and it's fun, but because it's only there for about 30 seconds, I'd get bored of it if there's any more of it. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, not you. I mean, the. Yeah, it's much, it's yeah, much more mean... fun to have them, like, have a little spat, do a couple of little battles, and then, like. Well, the thing is, what's actually so fun is that there's a little moment in this episode that has gone a little bit viral as of late, recently on TikTok. And it's people, like, voicing over, like, doing, you know, lip-syncing to the Cyberman and Dalek corridor conversation, where it's like, you know, Daleks be warned, you have declared war upon the Cybermen. And Daleks are like, this is not war, this is pest control. We have five million Cybermen. How many are you? Four. Uh, do, 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 no, no. Do you want to read each line? I was going to say, do you want to go back and forth? Hang on. I'll get yeah, it let's up. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. 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 Rewinding, guys. We're rewinding. Rewinding. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'll do, yeah, I'll do the Cybermen bit if you want. No, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay. 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 Daleks be warned. You have declared war upon the Cybermen. This is not war. This is pest control. We have five million Cybermen. How many are you? Four, sis. <laughs> you destroy the Cybermen with four Daleks. We would destroy the Cybermen with one Dalek. Boots. <laughs> Period. Boots. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it still? Isn't it still your line? Yeah, sorry, my God, sorry, I was just laughing at that, sorry. Okay, okay. You are superior in only one respect. What is that? You are better at dying. Boots. 
Period. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's very bitchy. It's so bitchy. I mean, my favourite bitchy moment is in series three with two Daleks in uh, in a scene, a specific scene. That's my favourite. Um, but this is up there. I think that a lot of people who don't like this is because they hate Rusty Davis's love of the Daleks and they don't like how easy the Cybermen are going to go down. But i got to say, you ever like, see the Cybermen? They're free. <laughs> like, I love Cybermen. They're my favourite villains. They're pretty rubbish. Like, <laughs> they in, the cl- in the classic series, they just, like, you know, just rub some gold in their chest or, you know, let Colin Baker loose with a gun, fire arrows into them. Like, they they will die. You know, like, Daleks have always been impenetrable. It's no surprise that they, like, can't defeat four Daleks, but the Daleks have just mowed them down. You, you're more than welcome to disagree. It's absolutely fine. But I think it's pretty clear that the Daleks would just wipe out the RBS over there. Exactly. And, like, something I really like is obviously this happened, this was revealed in Army of Ghosts, but I love how the Void ship, you know, the Sphere, the the Cybermen followed them through that, like through the Void with that. And I think that's really cool. It's like, you're only there because of the Daleks as well. So don't fucking play like you're better because you're not. Sorry. But then it's the Cybermen who want the, you know, they want the, the team up. They do. They do. They're like, come on, let's just team up. And Daleks like, nah, bye. But um, just just after that, when the Cybermen shoot their guns, the sound absolutely sent me into the stratosphere. I was sitting there watching it, and it happened, and I just went, "Lol, what was that?" It was like, "Pew, pew." <laughs> oh, I love I I love the Cyberman blaster. We talked about this last week, anyway. But I it's love great. the love the little pew pew noises it makes. It's very quaint. Pew pew, pew pew. Um, it's great. But um, and then, my love, we get. My boy Jake and my boy Pete, and they're back, and I love it. It's Jake and Pete. I think one of the very, yeah, you know, one of the very first things I said during our Cyberman two pastor is, you know, is parallel Earth, parallel, parallel Torchwood. Torchwood lives in, yeah, lives in my head, rent free, and it's here. It's here. We're here, <laughs> and it's very queer. I oh. have to say. Oh yeah. It really is. There wasn't enough Jake for me personally. I feel like we could have had more. There is not enough, Jake. I'm really glad that he comes back, but he's not in it enough. Okay, let's discuss. So, you have thoughts about Pete. Please elaborate those thoughts. I want to hear more of what you think about Parallel Pete. I like. I love. I love Parallel Pete. I love a scene that's going up that involves Parallel Pete. I love all of his stuff, and I think he he takes charge rightly, but just occasionally, some of the way that you know, because he spends a lot of this time being like, "She's not my wife." It's not my daughter. And then, like, it's very quickly just be... Do as I say! Yeah, come on, come on, bloody woman. Do it. Yeah, Go and, and check the door! No, I'm joking. I'm and it's joking. like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I said no, sorry. No. Sorry, before this episode, we were just quoting Chris Ferkleston at each other. We were just quoting the Knife Doctor at each other. It's because that, that amazing... There's the amazing TikTok, which will just have some text on screen about, I don't know, when you're... I don't know. POV. POV, you know, your boss asks you to stay late and it's just, no. Explain yourself. I said no. <laughs> what is the meaning of this negative? It means no. It's so it's so good. <laughs> Out of context, it's so good. Hey, uh, Jackie, Rose, Mickey, come with us to the parallel earth. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might add it to our list of catchphrases. <laughs> 
It means no. no. <laughs> it's anyway. Um... I don't know why is why is the word no really fun to say in a sort of Mancunian accent. I don't know why. No, it's because I can see Chris saying it in my head. No. <laughs> 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 oh dear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you enjoying this, listeners? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am, though. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, um, so, Pete, continue. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so, I just think it's a little rich to start acting like she's the old, the old trouble and strife, you know, the old ball and chain. But, like, I also understand because he's taking charge of the situation. He's, like, the only one next to the Doctor who really understands the implications of everything that's happening. I get it. But also, I think if it's happening with anyone else, I'd be more annoyed. But I'm not because it's Jackie and she is like, don't fucking talk to me like that. Like, who do you think you are? Something I made an observation about. Jackie, our Jackie. Yeah, Jax. Wanted... Pete to be more successful and to be, you know, a bit more passionate and like just show more effort. And then parallel, parallel Pete wanted more uh, Jackie to be less over the top and to just be more centric, family focused and a bit more, yeah, calm. A bit more grounded. Yeah. So I feel like, in a way, parallel Pete and normal Jackie. Are kind of a perfect match because that it's the love that they have, but the slightly you know, it's it's um <laughs> as as as, as comedy a line as it is, it, the doctor says something up perfectly when Pete says my wife's dead, and then he says her husband's dead. Good match. Because I don't find it. I, I feel like maybe some people might be opposed to this whole thing because it's like oh it's not actually the Pete you married, and it's like mm, but it is. It's just a bit different. Yeah, and they clearly. We love each other enough to have a baby. Tony. It's Tony, you lemon. <laughs> no, it's you plum. You plum. No, you plum. He's called Tony. <laughs> but yeah, I love all the stuff that happened in the room with the Daleks. Um, with like Mickey and Rose just like kind of scheming to find out what's yeah. going on. Really, really fucking creepy when they're talking about background radiation and they're like yeah. whispering and then Dalek sec just turns and answers like Rose's question. Yeah, she's like, yeah. she's like background radiation. Why do they need me? And then he just turns around and is like, shut, shut, shut up, <laughs> shut, the fuck shut up. up. I'm Dalek Sec. I have the answer. Actually, what I love more is the way that Billy Piper and Rose, I guess, says Emperor. Emperor. She keeps she's but she keeps saying it various ridiculous ways. Emperor. Like, I met the Emperor. My favorite thing that Billy Piper says, and she said it a few times in this show now, is when she says "shut up," and she's like, "Shut up." Shut up. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, because Mickey's trying to flirt in. Yeah, I love it when you talk technical. Shut, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Mickey is Mickey's interesting here. For, for a very long time, I always thought that he touched the Genesis arc on purpose because that insert So did him, I. Because it's so badly done. Just in terms, of like, in terms of how it's edited. He sort of stumbles, but then there's such a clean insert of him very clearly just putting his hand on it. like. Yeah. I have a note about this. Um, I, you literally said exactly what I've written down is I thought when I, well, my memory of it was that he touched it on purpose. And I was like, why did he do that? But he didn't. He actually fell, you know, not fell, but fell 
onto it, and that's why. The thing is, it's like, but then he ends up doing a good thing. So I feel like if he had have just touched it, like if he hadn't have fallen against it, and he had just decided in that moment to touch it, and then sort of been like, you know, oh, I don't know why I touched it, it just felt like the right thing to do, then the Doctor can be like, oh, no, you know, you did the right thing, rather than it just being a fluke. Yeah. Then he doesn't really do anything proactive, other than just fall against a piece of metal in a bad cut. Yeah. It's weird. Um, I do love that whole scene, though, when um, the Doctor comes into the room and Rose and Mickey are just like, oh, finally, you're here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I do. I also like as well that you don't know what he's up to because beforehand he surrendered to the Cybermen with the... So, oh, not really a white flag, is it? Only got a sheet of A4. <laughs> they have that really... Oh. There's that really weird shot. There's like that low angle of the Doctor and the Cybermen like, meeting face-to-face. I love really... it. Oh, me too. It's really stylized, but it's really odd. But then you get that mm, that extreme close-up of David Tennant doing a goofy smile, like, hee-hee. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. It is good. It's a good scene. But yeah, and then you get that whole bit in the room where they're kind of, you know, when the Doctor's kind of stalling, essentially. You know, they're talking about the screwdriver, and it's like, a, a Sonic. <laughs> yeah, Sonic probe, that screwdriver. And it's like, it's very, very good. Opening doors. <laughs> the, it's like, it's like he doesn't. Yeah, but that's not a weapon. It's like, yeah, doesn't wound, doesn't maim, doesn't kill. Yeah, but it's very good at opening your bastard doors. And, we, and then the team are obviously very, very proud of the explosion because we get like five cuts of it. Oh my god! Yeah, again, I remember the confidential. It was like there was a whole thing on it. To be fair, it is a very good-looking practical explosion. Those doors do really come off. Oh, for sure. But you could tell they're proud of it because it gets so much coverage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you get the Genesis arc activated. The Genesis arc is extremely interesting. It's very, very interesting. It is a toy that we both pursued heavily. And found. I found mine for £3 on Vinted. Bye! <laughs> I, don't have one. I don't have one yet, but only because I kind of want the Carl Scarrow with it. Um, yes. And you know what? If you're listening to this, I hope you are. Someone was selling it, and they'd listed it for really cheap, and then they got loads of offers, and they decided to up it used and without Dalek Thay from like, I think it was twenty pounds to like fifty. So it's, it ain't worth fifty. Like, yeah, unboxed and missing a Dalek is not worth fifty quid. But they got too cocky. I was ready to buy it off you for twenty pounds, but you got too confident, flew too close to the sun. And I hope you had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Someone send Elliot a Genesis Arc. And the Carl and the Carl Scar- because fun other fun fact I don't have an all Dalek. That's so strange. To I, me. Have, I have like seven. I have da- I have Davros. I have the Supreme Dalek. I have the Ironside Dalek. I have a bunch of Genesis Daleks uh, from Genesis of the Daleks. I mean, um, and I have the Genesis of the Daleks Davros. I don't have just a normal bronze. Oh, I've got the Flamethrower Dalek from um, Daleks Master Plan. Don't just have a bronze Dalek. Very odd. Do you know what though? Shut up, because you have the Supreme Dalek, and I hate you. I do have the Supreme Dalek though. Oh, someone send me the Supreme Dalek, please, please. Um, but yeah, no Genesis. I love that, like, because you would assume it's Dalek technology, and it's not. It's it's Time Lord technology, and it's like they were. It was obviously during. I mean, am I wrong? They used it in the Time War to store loads of the Daleks and keep them prisoner in the Genesis Arc, right? Yeah, it's just like a prison, just a prison, prison ship, isn't it? Um, yeah, and, but I and like, uh, it's bigger on the inside, obviously. That's the Time Lord science. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that the Doctor doesn't recognise it when Rose is like, well, 
why not? He says both sides yeah. had secrets. Mm-hmm. Which is creepy. I see. I like, and this is a this may be a controversial take. I liked. I like all of the vague allusions to the time war before ever seeing actually what they are. Yeah. Like I actually. Spoilers for the 50th anniversary, I actually find watching any of the things from the time war really underwhelming. Because it's not as cool as what you can imagine in your head. Some of the things they have, like the Jaws of the Nightmare Child, um, you know, the Fall of Cascadia yeah. and things like that. It just sounds so much cooler than ultimately watching people point sonic screwdrivers at Daleks. It's not it's not as interesting as the sort of the lore they build up, I don't think. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. take that as you will. But, like, I think the more we learn about the time war, the worse it gets. It's, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we've got a bunch of seasons to get there first. But yeah, so continuing from that, we get the Battle of Canary Wharf. What a title, what a moment, what a vibe. Looks really cool. The scene where they're like standing on the top floor looking out the window and everything is just oh on fire God. and burning. It's so mad. It's mad. And it reminds me as well of how much I miss, I miss the human element from Doctor Who. Yeah, same, same. Not the human factor. This isn't Evil of the Daleks. It's a reference to one of my, my, my classic fads out there. All none of you. But yeah, like the 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 scene and it is right at the beginning, so I know we are jumping around. But where they like force the Cyberman broadcast, and there's just a family huddled in their home with like a Cyberman standing over them, making sure they watch the broadcast. Terrifying. Terrifying. That's what I want to see more of. I want to see the ground stuff. Well, no, it makes you think like if it if it was real, that's kind of what would happen to us. Like on a normal street, you just get a bunch of robots. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah, the dustbins flying through the sky, firing lasers at you. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. So yeah, the battle's happening, and um, we get to the latter part of the episode that we don't want to talk about. We don't want, we don't want to go there, but we have to go there because it's there. Um, yeah, basically, do you know what absolutely fucks me up? Mm. So you know when. The doctor does that thing where they pretend to be happy and excited about something to distract from the truth. Yes. E.g., very very big parallel to this episode in the parting of the ways when the doctor's like, "Oh, you're you, you're a genius. You know, can you just go in the TARDIS, press this button, and whatever?" And then he sends Rose home and whatever. He tries to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Even the, even the they got dogs with no noses. Even that's like. Yeah. If I just be happy, I mean, it's literally it's one of my. It sounds strange, but it's one of my favorite lines from this episode. Is the deflection of you know, like he's having to explain to Rose how she's got to go, and he's like, you know, you have to live in Pete's world. He goes, Ah, oh, Pete's world. We should call it that. It's like, yeah, pretending to be happy. He's got to make jokes in between delivering the most heartbreaking news you've ever heard. Anyway, so while he's talking and explaining, um, you know how they're gonna pull them all in, um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and obviously we see why the 3D glasses finally were u- being used because you can see when someone has background radiation. I, I know I know, I know, know you're on track to make a really serious point, but I do like that they give us one last, like, ultra flirtathon. why they're such a good team, just straight away. He's like, yeah, nobody could ask me, what's up with the glasses? And then she's really, ex- Rose really excitedly is like, what's up with the glasses? Yeah. I could see yeah, things. Oh. It's, oh, it's very... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sweet. It's very sweet, but sad. So sad. Pain, yeah. pain, pain. <laughs> but I do like um, they give us, <laughs> do one last little proper good sharing of why they're such a good pair. But then, yeah, so when the doctor starts explaining what's happening, so just before they say all that, the score changes and it doesn't reflect what the doctor's doing because the doctor's acting excited and like enthusiastic because he's got a plan. Mm. But uh, and you know it's supposed to usually have like a kind of upbeat thing to be like yeah we're saving the day but it has a really dark eerie vibe to it because you know something's about to come in that's really sad which is uh, the doctor so well you know uh, when Rose realizes like everyone except my mum has background radiation we'll, we'll get pulled in and he's like yeah that's why you have to go and it's like oh and then she's like well, well that's never gonna happen you know and yeah like he's a sly little snake puts it around her neck. And then she's like, nah, bye. And then takes herself back and she's like, I think that's the on switch. No, I, I just, I do like that the Doctor straight away is just like, you know, yes, yes, I'm sure you do care about me, but also your, your own mum. You're never going to see your mother again. Like, have you thought, have you thought this through? And I like the fact that he clearly has. Yeah. I love him. Love him till the end of time. But... She does. She does belong. I think. I think ultimately, that's that's an interesting thing to mull over. I guess, and it depends where you well, fall yeah. in it. But I would. I would say that you know, no matter how much, no matter how much you love him, I think being with your mum and your dad in safe in the parallel world is better. It's not an easy decision to make, but he makes the best decision. Well, yeah, no, this is it, because, again, you have to remember, the Doctor is older than Rose, by a long shot, obviously, and it's like, he is in the position of responsibility here, because she is, at this point, like, early 20s, late teens, or whatever it is, and not she's an adult, it's like, someone needs to make the right decision here about your safety, and that is the right decision, and again, obviously, like, if, you know, putting into perspective, because what I was about to ask you was, what would you do if this was you? What would you do? And I just think to myself, obviously, if my relationship with my parents wasn't good, then I'd be like, yeah, fuck that. But yeah, I just think it, it's it, it is hard, but you would have you would have to, um, I think. But also as well, I, I think something that's very important um, is that, of course, the doctor knows how important he can't he can't see any of his family. Yeah, he has no exactly. family. He's, yeah, killed, he's yeah. killed them all. They're yeah. all dead. Like. You know, and that's a thread that's been you know, very resonant with the character for since the beginning. You know, it's only in season two that he loses his his literal granddaughter. God, this is depressing. Sorry, I'm just like listening to what we're saying, and I'm like, fuck. Oh god, I hate when we're not having fun with the Capitol. Emotions are running high, man. But um, but the thing is, it's like bringing that 
the bit that gets me absolutely screaming is when Rose is like, I've made my choice a long time ago and I'm never going to leave you. Oh, girl. What? No, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I can't do this. I like these angry. Yeah, because obviously I think he's definitely happy in a way. Yeah. But he's also absolutely furious. Yeah, he just like shouts uh, about the coordinates. Yeah. Another thing as well, before Rose was kind of p- taken back and then she comes back or whatever, when Jackie tells Pete off, because Pete is like, you know, we've got to go. And she's like, button it, you. I've had 20 years without you. I'm fine. I do I do like that. Yeah, she's like, well, if Rose is staying, I'm staying. Yeah. You're not that important so, to me. Yeah. She's so wonderful. Yeah. Jackie's so Jackie wonderful. Jackie is... Uh, I forgot to mention it earlier, but might as well have some levity while we can. I do love that, like, as Yvonne Hartman's marched off to be murdered in the most brutal way to be turned into a side man. Jackie's going, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, in her... Da- like, let's hang on, let's talk about Jackie for a second. In her down mode, she's about to die, and she's like, you and your bloody torture, it's all your fault. You slag. No, I'm it's joking. Like um, a woman's been marched to her very, very painful cyber conversion, and the last thing she's going to hear is Jackie go, yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> I mean, it is, though. I mean, it is, it yeah. Is. It's, it's, it's iconic. Jackie is... The voice of reason. Um, but yeah, I also love that Like, as soon as that's happened, she's just running up and down some stairs, and it's like... Yeah. And, and uh, if you're wondering why we're not talking about that moment, it's because... <laughs> it's because we're going to have, about, f- we're gonna have about 50 quotes each. Yeah. yeah. And uh, amazing standout moments, and maybe that's in one of them. Um, so there's no point reiterating the point. But anyway, blah, 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 moving on. So... Those magnetic clamps come out. And you know what? I I get... Right, this whole moment, the moment that no one wants to talk about, we're here. <laughs> we, need to, we need to just do it. We need to just do it. It's absolutely fucking horrible. It's so tense. It's so fucking tense. Murray is going off. Graham Harper is blocking that scene to absolute perfection. Billy and David are doing the most. It's, it's firing from all cylinders. I didn't know what to do. I had my hands on, like, around my eyes, like, kind of covering. Like, I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because obviously, I know what happens. But like I've said before, I've not seen this episode a lot. And it's like, obviously, I know exactly what happens, but it's still the way it's blocked. It's, it goes on for a while, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's all... Yeah, because before there's any tension with the thing, you were just watching it, like, resolve like a normal cliffhanger. Um, you know, you get that shot of David where like the wind machine's really blowing in his face, and he's like, he's like, you know, sucked into the void. Ha. Um. Yeah, the ha is great. Yeah, and of course you have to do all the plot stuff with like Dalek Sec doing the emergency temporal shift. Oh. Um. He's such a bitch. <laughs> he's such a fucking little bitch. And like... It's just like watching all these Daleks get sucked into uh, emergency temporal shift. Okay, bye. But to be fair, he is the prettiest one. He is the prettiest one, so... Anyway, I love how we're... We're, we're definitely just stalling now because we don't want to talk about it. Oh, we I've don't got, want to talk about I've it. Oh, so much more I could stall about. The Daleks, the Daleks use rails as a unit of measurement again. Love oh, my that. God. Ten rails. Nine. Brilliant. Eight. <laughs> there, are people, there are people who are so nerdy in this fandom they know exactly how much a rail corresponds to, like, Earth minutes. Fucking nerds. Anyway, um... <laughs> Oh, we God love you. God love you. Um, we love a rail. So, 
Yeah, we do. So, anyway, whatever. It's all going absolutely smashingly. They're just getting blown in the wind, having a free little blowout. You know what I mean? And that lever, that bastard lever, is moving. And Rose, being defender of the earth, because she's Rose, she's like, no, we can't have that. And do you know what's so bad? It's terrible. If it was me... The way I would not even touch that lever, I'd be like, I ain't getting sucked into the void. I ain't even. <laughs> I am not. I am not doing it. I'm sorry. The way that she's able to pull that lever up and then hold on to it for so long, she just hold on to it for a very long time with like the forces of the void pulling against her. It's because, and say it with me now, first, first, first Rose episode to the last Rose episode for a while, she has the bronze. She's got the bronze. She has the bronze. In... She has the bronze. Yeah, of course. She can swing on a chain. She can hold onto a lever with the forces of the universe pulling against her. She's got the bronze. Oh, we're not going to say that for so long now. Oh, I know. Oh, you get all those little cameos all the way through Series 4, though. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. It is. I'm, I'm not happy. Best companion. She's gone. I just... Oh. Right, this is the thing, right? So the lever moves because I'm assuming it's because the the, the sheer force of the gust of <laughs> the gust <laughs> <laughs> the the sheer force of the the wind is blowing it. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really I don't really know. Oh I always sort of got the sense that it wasn't like locked in place properly because of when she when she pushed it up it's like lever now locked and primed or whatever it says or is just assumed it just wasn't quite in place but i just i hate it because i would have thought no but then there's not enough time it was basically imminent no because i thought oh would you not just tie a rope or something but it's like no there's not enough time for that shit um yeah i mean look i'm not you know i'm yeah i'm not uh i'm not a stickler for this kind of thing you know i i it doesn't doesn't bother me. Uh, people who complain about plot holes are boring people. However, yeah, if there was enough time to get rope, you might think that roping them around the handles of the magnetic clamps whilst also holding on to the magnetic clamps yourself is probably quite a good idea. But that sort of thing just doesn't bother me. But the thing is... Okay, so this is the thing. So going back to the, the point, the reason why this whole scene is so tense, and I know I'm stating the obvious here, but I'm really trying to hammer home how fucked it is. <laughs> it's threefold. It's is it threefold? Maybe it's twofold. I don't know. It's folding is what it's doing. Rose could potentially be sucked into the void, the, the uh, limbo, into limbo. Okay. To hell. Into hell. She probably instantly die, but it's like it's terrible. I don't know. You don't know what would happen. It's just not good. So there's that that imminent death there. Secondly. Yeah, no, it's only twofold. I was right, it's only twofold. Um, <laughs> the se- secondly, it's Rose and the Doctor being separated forever. And it's like, either one just makes you want to scream. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and David does. And it's David's, f- David's face. Oh, God. David. Babe. Babe. It's really hard to talk about. I really... I really struggle with this. I really struggle with it. It really fucks me up. I don't like it. I, mean, I don't there like isn't, it. Like, yeah. There's not much... Not much to analyse about it, really. No, but it's like... But anyway, yeah, so she, she fucking lets go. Because... Well, fuck yeah. me. I don't think she lets go. No, she gets pulled <laughs> in. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, you yeah, know yeah, what, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I just I was just then, like, yeah, she lets go. She's just like, ah, oh, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this, fuck this. <laughs> Same sis. Um, 
And then you think she's just flying to her imminent death. And and as much as I love it, that one quick insert of her going, ah, is quite funny. Um, well, no, it's also funny because if you've seen Confidential, you know how they shot that. And they had her on a fucking table with wheels and they were pulling Billy Piper just down the corridor going, trying ah. to get that shot. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, though, either way, it's still awful. And then Pete materialises, grabs her, Rose takes one last look at the doctor and he, they're gone. Now, how did Pete not get pulled in? I mean, I just assume it's just like literally it's quick it's quick enough to... It feels elongated because of the editing, I think. Because yes, I think that's he what appears, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a cut of them looking, you know, but like I think it's literally just he's there and then goes... And of course, you know, that's a massive gamble from Pete as well because I have no idea what's happening on the other side. Like, yeah. you don't know what you you don't know what it's like, and I lo- I love though I do love that he goes back, just one more time Same. he agrees to go back, and as well something I was very surprised by, um, was earlier on I think Mickey says that he would take them both away from the room, but the thing only does one trip per person. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I was like, mm, doesn't Pete only have one later? But no, he does have one around his neck and one in his hand. Yeah, he does. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I like I like that because I fucking I wouldn't. Keep up with that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, my, um, you know, I'm, as much as I love, you know, yeah, do those rewrites, baby. You got to look at every fine detail of your script. I think even I would be like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, who cares? Who cares? But yeah, so Pete grabs her. I mean, I, I would have thought maybe Jackie would have done it, but then I think what it is is that it's Pete showing like I'm ready to commit to this family unit. Yeah, I do care. And um, yeah. And I can see him also being like, yeah, if it all goes tits up and I die, he seems like the one to sacrifice himself willingly. And also, if Rose gets dies, he's got Jackie to deal with. And you know no one wants to deal with an upset Could you Jackie. imagine that? Yeah. No one upsets her mum. <laughs> but yeah, and then... <clears throat> I'm not crying, sorry. My, my, my throat actually just got a bit, like, claggy. Watching it again has confirmed how hard I find this episode. I find it so hard. But then, yeah, and then you've got the beautiful... I mean, again, Graham Harper, well done, babe. Like, fuck. Having the Doctor and Rose with their hands and their their faces leaning against the wall with doomsday... Murray. Murray! Yeah! That, um, Murray! Murray! Yeah, what are you that... doing? What are you doing, Murray? <laughs> he's He's giving... Um, yeah, no, it's 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 heartbreaking. Do you know what makes this so heartbreaking as well? The bit that makes me sob. Because uh, is... I yeah, because I know what, what I know what mine is, so we'll take it in turns. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey, Pete, and Jackie watching her, and oh, holding hands. I know. What the fuck? Oh. What are you doing, Russell? What are <laughs> you doing? For God's sake! No, it's so it's evil. It's just not fair. And that, yeah, and that sort of lovely parallel of like all three of them saying they're holding hands and like looking at her as she's leaning up against the wall crying. And then it like sort of cutting to David just having to walk away on his own. And do you know what it is? It's again Billy on top form. Like, I really can't stress enough how wonderful she is in this episode. It's the fact that when she's crying in that specific, because she cries at Bad Wolf Bay as well, but this specific bit, she's like, well, like, she is aching she's absolutely fucking shattered she that's literally the lowest point of her whole life probably yeah that's what i mean about this like it's not 
it's a it's a really good actor because none of it's vanity because that is such a not it's not a flattering way to look on screen her foundation was coming off yeah you know like, what I mean? you know, she like, looks she looks a mess but like in the best way possible because that's how you would look if you were crying on this level like and she's like insane. screaming take me back i hate this <laughs> <laughs> what was okay so obviously then we go to that scene of rose waking up because she can hear the doctor's voice and i'm guessing the doctor goes into the tardis and kind of thinks i need to see her how do i figure this out can you just imagine him sitting with a microphone? Rose. 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 I, okay, can we, can, we go, can we go to a section of wardrobe corner? Because yes. the worst yes. outfit that Billy Piper's ever worn in the series may be those really ugly spotty pyjamas. They're awful. They're like a 12-year-old's pyjamas. But I will say I love her Bad Wolf Bay outfit. It's very good. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. But like, she has better, more like... I don't know, like her her pajamas in like rows, where it's just like a t shirt yeah. and some pajama pants. It's very, very much realistic, more like, yeah. Yeah. Why? Why would you put her in a spotty two piece? Why would you do that? It's horrible. But yeah, so she wakes up and hears the doctor calling her name and then goes to speak to Pete, Jackie and Mickey in front of the fireplace. So wholesome, first of all. And then they get up at like stupid o'clock in the morning and go and follow the voice. I love, but I love that they are that supportive. Um, they're also definitely living in Pete's fuck off mansion from. They are, they which are. is insane. Um, and also, I will say, driving that jeep all the way to Norway, nah, nah fuck that. How long does it take to drive to Norway? I, a bloody a long time, I would imagine. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. I'll figure it out now. But like in that jeep, I would be so uncomfortable. Twenty one um, hours. Yeah, 21 hours. I'm broken. Uh, they do pack like sleeping bags and things, I think, so they might like stop somewhere on the way. But yeah, probably. I can't imagine how uncomfortable but, that would be. Um, why, are they, why, are they, why are they in the same clothes? That's just stinky. That's even stinky. in like, a luxury car or something, that's not fun, being a little rusty old Jeep. It's, it's giving yeah. Bond and M driving to Scotland in a vintage Aston Martin. But yeah, so they're at... Bad Wolf Bay, which you know they only realise is Bad Wolf Bay when they translate the Norwegian. I I Brilliant. love Brilliant. that Rose and their own biggest fans from from him thinking that it's Dalek, or Stranden, and then then finding it funny that it's Bad Wolf Bay. It's like they are so they're their own biggest fans. Yeah, no, this whole scene is fuck. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's absolutely. It's just the most homophobic thing I've ever seen. Would you, if um, your partner, your forever love, person you've only ever gonna love, was sending you sort of a final message, and you could stand there and talk to them, would you give them two misdirects about working at a shop and being pregnant? I wouldn't. This is not time for messing around. Yeah. <laughs> Both times she's like, "No, I'm fucking with you." It's like Rose, <laughs> you got you got like two minutes here, tops. But again. Would you, would you misdirect? Would you say I'm working in a shop? And would you say, with the baby? Just to let him go. Oh, my God. Hang on. Like, his, come on. His face, though. He's like, you fucking did not. He, he's overthinking, overthinking, no way, with Mickey the idiot. Or he's thinking, oh, shit, I hope it's not mine. Yeah, did we? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think we did. Um, but I will say, his face was kind of a mix of happy... And sad. Oh, David. David's so good. David is so good. Also, they didn't sleep together because, as Janet Fielding would say, there's no hanky-panky at the TARDIS. 
Agreed. Except with Amy and Rory, but that's by the by. Um, hinky pinky. Hinky pinky. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, the conversation, I always remember it being longer, but it obviously wasn't. It, it was very short, you know. Yeah. Um, that's why it's lovely, though. Short and yeah, sweet. Yeah. And obviously this all goes into, like, some big finish stuff, because obviously Jackie and Rose and all that, they're all, like, you know, the yeah. Dimension Canon or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, which I do want to listen to, but it's 20 whole pounds, and I'm sorry, I just can't right now. No, thank you. Sorry, Big Finish, but no. Do you know what, though? There's something that I've never picked up on until this moment, because I've seen this scene in isolation quite a few times, but obviously the whole <laughs> episode I haven't. Yeah. When she says, what are you going to do? And he's like, you know, I've same old life in the TARDIS, and she's like, on your own? Like, she's so worried about him being on his own. That's so Rose, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, so like, you're not, you're not going to get another one, are you? No, but it's not that. It's just like she's worried about him. She's genuinely concerned for him, and it's like it's so rose of her, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I can Yeah, I haven't. Even though, I've, even though I've literally just watched it, I can't remember her delivery enough to tell if I have an opinion about whether or not she's making sure that he's going to be okay, or if she's worried that he's going to have another girl. Um, no, the, the no, the delivery for me was very much like I'm don't want you to be on your own. I really don't. I, I'm worried about you, kind of thing. But of course, it would play on in Securities that she's had this series because I'm meeting Sarah Jane. Yes, it would. But I don't think that's where she's coming from, though. I, I, I really don't. Um, I couldn't blame her, though. But then, yeah, and then you get. Oh, God. It's so hard. Edit. This is so hard. Like when she's just like. She's about to say it and then she breaks down. We've, we've, got, we've got to do it all again in two series. No, I know. <laughs> like, watch word for word. But yeah, and then she's like, you know, I love you quite right too fuck you bitch <laughs> yeah come just on. say it back just say it back you know you don't have that much time why are you longing it out fuck does, it, does it need saying yes yes doesn't need saying no <laughs> <laughs> no, no yes um <laughs> we should we should just start doing we should just do that like we should start doing the inverse of that no genuinely what yes. is the meaning of this positive it means yes but yeah, and then you know he he's he's about to say Rose Tyler, I love you, and then uh, yeah, fucking fucking you know. And whatever. again, thinking about that scene in the Satan Pit, that's all. Yeah, where he thinks he's going to die, and that's what he gets to say. Yeah, yeah. Her name. Her name. Just tell her. Tell her what she knows. But she, but, but she doesn't. Cause it needs saying. Does she? No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I think for for me. For me, yeah, for you. Uh, if we if we're gonna do trauma unloading, um, I'm sorry, I got to speak my truth. The, actually, the bit that makes me the saddest is uh-huh. after he says Rose Tyler, and it cuts back to him in the TARDIS. Um, Doctor has that single single tear running down his face, and he oh my god, and he start but he starts saying it. He goes uh like if you if you watch David's mouth, he's starting to say he says I yeah, and he sort of and then you can see him trying to say it. He sort of goes to say love and you can see him trying to form the words in his mouth and then just gives up and cries and it is no, but it's the way heartbreaking David's fa- David Tennant David fucking Tennant yeah you're 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 you're, you're just amazing he's amazing he's amazing I love that every series he has ends with him being alone in the TARDIS by the way but obviously I know that I know that Donna appears in this one but like he's alone he's walking around the console Series three ends with him alone because Martha's walked out. 
Series 4 is the saddest one because he's covered in rain and then just sits there looking really moodily into the barrel of the camera lens and then, of course, he regenerates on his own. The only the only finale where I think him being on his own is a good thing is when Martha leaves because I think he needs to look inward. God. And then the last thing we see of Rose is her wailing in her mother's arms. I mean, fuck! Ah! Ah! Pete and Mickey off in the distance. In, not in focus. But Rose is like... Ah! She's like sobbing. She is screaming, and Jackie's just holding her. He's like holding her for dear life, and you're you're just you want to die. You want to die. Oh, the Jackie knows that. Since since the doctor disappears, she just runs across that fucking beach. I'm just so sad that we're not going to talk about them for quite a while now. Yeah, and even then, when we do get Camille back, or even Rose, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not not the same. <gasps> Save it. I will. Save Although, it. I'm thinking about that scene where the Jackie and Mickey like beam in to save Sarah Jane. I just really like Camille Kaduri with the massive. Where the gun. hell is my daughter? <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> but um, anyway, anyway, and then you get that whiplash, the absolute whiplash of Catherine Tate going, "Oh, oh. <laughs> who <Jen>. are you? <laughs> where am I? What the hell is this place?" <laughs> anyway, um, so. We're in the wrap-up. My God. So, this is where we talk about our standout moment, moment or moments that didn't work, our, our most doctory moment, and our favourite quotes. We're going to try and keep this brief because we've already rattled on for long enough. You go. No. <laughs> um, okay, easy. Stand-up stand moment. Um, in an episode of stand-up moments, uh, you know me, as in you, not the audience, you know me. Uh, yeah. The the raw emotion of Pete and Jackie's reunion is one of my favourite moments in the whole series. Snap, snap, snap. Hell yeah. Bap, bap, bap. That's actually, mine as well. The one of the genesis for this podcast was like either us on, on the phone or sending voice notes about how fucking good that scene yeah. is. <laughs> no, one of the one of the main very long conversations we had over Facebook um, with voice notes was us talking about Pete and Jackie's reunion and how it makes us cry every time. It's stunning. And that's why it's also my standout moment because Rose watching them is so sad as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Her face. And she's like holding her hands up. Yeah. Did anything not work for you in this episode? Yeah. I have like a couple nitpicks, but also there's one thing that like didn't work. There's not massive, but like I do find annoying every time I do think, I do think I do my duty for queen and country cries an oil tear is very silly. Um, it's silly. And I don't really like it. I think these, they obviously don't have the time or the budget, but if she was like actually half converted. Um, oh, yeah, like, because she like fought her way out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I know that they do sort of set that up with Jackie in like in Rise of Sidemen, Age of Steel, because, yeah, she approaches Pete as like a Sidemen. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the tear is just a bit too far for me. It's a bit silly. And the voice is silly as well. Yeah. Um, and But why is that different to everyone else's? Yeah, and there are a couple like tiny small things. I hate how cheap the props for the teleportation devices look. Oh, they look the, yeah, they no, are, they hunks of plastic. It's also the the chain, like the metal yeah. chain, is so bad. I like Jake's one where it's actually on like a proper big like chain link. Yeah, rather than just like a little sort of like cheap chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and you know we've gone over some things already, like. The guy who plays Raj, his acting is not particularly great when he gets murdered to death. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And the repositioning of Billy Piper in the final scene 
where she's sometimes holding on front ways, then sometimes sideways. Um, yeah, yeah. But all nitpicks. The only thing that doesn't work is is side breathe on. For me. For you. Anything that doesn't work for you. This is really me nitpicking because this episode is pretty fucking. As much as it pains me, it's pretty fucking amazing. Um, it's when Jackie escapes really easily. It's like. Okay, but like how? <laughs> yeah, and then, the Cybermen just turn to each other and start having a chat. And then adding on to that, it's the Doctor not really trying to help her. Like, he kind of is like, oh, I'll save you, I'll help you. And then he just kind of forgets about her and gets on with it. And it's like, oh. Yeah, what? and then when, yeah, then when he phones her and she answers, he's like, oh, good, you're alive. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. I, that didn't seem realistic to me whatsoever. Yeah, that's fair enough. What was your most Doctory moment? Like, I don't want to dwell on this because it'll make me sad, but it's burning up a sun to say goodbye. Yep, 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 yep. Snap, 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 snap. (laughs) What's your favourite quote or quotes? Oh, God. Parallel Earth, parallel torture. That's one of yours, definitely. I do like that one. Um, I I would would say, could I, uh, I don't know, Um, could I have two? Go on then. If I can have a, well, no, I I mean, I might have more, but I'll I'll have two out of the gate um, because there's so many good ones. But if I can have a, if I can have a proper serious one, you know how much I love the. I don't care about rich. Our rich. Very. I don't care about very. How very. How very. And then. Yeah. And then ten is just like lord. <laughs> that warms my heart every time. Same with her telling him to shut up when he's trying to explain parallel universes. Yeah. So every yeah, decision yeah. we make has a, 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 a an opposite an opposite decision. She's gonna shut up. Very good. Um, oh, you can shut up. But a comedy one, I like the when they're trying to get back up to the top, and then Jackie goes, "There's forty-four, there's forty-five floors. Believe me, I've done them all." And then Jake just goes, "We could always take the lift," as he like pops out from yeah. <laughs> from the side. Very That's funny. Good. I like it. I don't know why. Very good comedy timing for everybody involved there. I like yeah. that. Um, what ones? What ones have you got? I've got parallel Earth, parallel, parallel Tortured, Tortured as my silly one. That's good. Uh, the rest are just painful. Um, I made my choice a long time ago and I'm never going to leave you. That's fucked up. And then the best one is obviously I'm burning up a sun just to say goodbye. Rude. Well, Rude. Uh, I can end on two light notes if you want. Go on then. Yeah, please do. Please because, do. Because so, I also enjoy old team together, hope and glory, Martin and Jeff, shiver and shake. Which one shiver? Oh, I'm definitely shake. Yeah, um, that's good. And I also like... Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's something about David's laugh. I really like. The Doctor will open the ark. <laughs> oh, the Doctor will not. Yeah, that's good as well. His yeah. laugh is uh, spectacular. Oh, David. Oh, David. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So that's uh, us not talking about. Ro- that's us done with Rose. The the only only final thing I have to ask you about the episode is. Yes. What you would give Army of Ghosts out of yes, five. Yes, that's it, yeah. What you'd give Doomsday out of five. What you would give the story out of five. Okay. Take okay. the floor. Okay. Army of Ghosts is a solid 4.5 for me. Solid. And then Doomsday is perfect. It's five out of five. Like, I have no... As much as, obviously, it pains me and it's awful to watch. <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to watch it again for a long time. Um... It's definitely five out of five, and I think overall I'd give it a four and a half, probably. What about you? Oh, I mean, it's all it's all fives. 
baby. <laughs> read, well, read for and, everything, yeah. Read and weep. Yeah, like I love Army of Ghosts. I think despite me having more more weird nitpicks with this one, it doesn't actually distract from the whole episode because it's just so well executed in every other front that like yeah. just just me finding one scene of the Cyberman cringe like slightly cringy enough for me to be like, Oh, this is anything other than just perfect T V. Like it's yeah, not exactly. yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's great. It is great. And yeah, I love the story. I love this two parter. Both parts. Yeah. Weird comfort episodes, despite them ripping my heart out. So Army of Ghosts five, Doomsday five, and then overall five. Amazing. Like, yeah. Amazing. You know, I I can be cruel sometimes, but when I want to be generous, I'm generous. We love a finale over here. Kenny into series three. Oof. I uh, you know. So like Fuck. I think we talked about it before. Series two is like my series. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm very nice to I was nice to every episode except for like Fear Her and some of the stuff yeah. we had to say about Gun Fireplace. Yes. Everything yes. else I'm like, I love. Even when you were like School Reunion, was it that good? I'm like, it's great, I love it. Um Series three, I love Martha, I love the plot line that runs through it. There are more individual episodes that I cared less for in series three. Yeah. But this is true. But before we get into that, so at the end of series one, if you've been listening since series one, and if you have, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Um, it's amazing. It's really amazing. In Parting of the Ways, which was our last series one episode, of the, our last episode of our, our series one as well. Yeah. We did a thing where we ranked all the episodes and what we thought of them in series two overall. I mean, to give a little overall review of it. Now we felt, because we actually had a lot more to say about series one as well and we had to cut a lot of it out because for time reasons it was going over two hours it was ridiculous and yes we were aware that the torture episode is like two and a half hours but that's a whole series of tv so be quiet exactly yeah so it's different (laughs) but like with with this we've decided before we get into series three we are going to do another episode where we do a breakdown of series two yes um we just think it, it i it just doesn't feel right not talking about it as a whole yeah, it needs yeah, it needs the time. We want to rank it, recap how we feel about every episode, maybe go back over some scores and talk about how the whole thing affects us. And it's nice because we can get into nittier, grittier things like memories, things we associate with it. I'm sure we've done that along the way, but like talking about the series as a whole and you know, this is Daniel's first series of the show. It's my second, but it's the one I remember best. So we have a lot to say and it would feel wrong to bolt it on in a 15-minute segment at the end of this. We want a whole yeah. episode. And we, we're going to do that from here on out. So when we finish a series, we're going to do breakdown episodes. Yes. So look forward to that. We're not going to go straight to series three just yet. We're just going to appreciate series two for a little bit longer. Um, and yeah, just keep an eye out because we will, you know. Yeah, we, we're, doing, we're doing this ranking. That's for definite. That's on the cards. Other special episodes in between series may materialise, they may not either way if they do you will find out on our social media yes um, so yeah, so that's that that's uh, some little admin out of the way but yeah, overall you know, R.O.P. Rose, except it's not R.O.P. <laughs> she didn't actually die but she did make it to the list of the dead, which is also really bleak so bleak oh yeah um, Shireen, well, how do you think Shireen feels about this? We didn't, we never ask her how she feels, do we? The fact that Shireen is largely absent from series two is heartbreaking to me. It's very heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, uh, 
Doomsday, Series 2, Rose Tyler. Insert Rose Tyler montage here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We love her. We love Billy Piper. We are. I am really sad to not be talking about Rose again for a little while. Um, but, but such is life. We move on. Such is life. Pretty soon we get to do another out-of-season Christmas episode. Yeah. For the final proper time in Series 2, that does bring the curtains down on another wonderful episode of the Come Along Pond podcast. If you like what you hear, you can support us on Patreon. That's right, we do have a Patreon. We have one tier, it's the companion tier. For that, you get a shout-out on the show, just like Lewis, like River, like Bulldozer7113, like Jason, like Becca Judson-Smith, and Abby Potts. They are paying the £3 to get that shout-out. However, I understand that times are hard, money is tight, you might not want to give us money. Absolutely fine. You can send us an email, comealongpondpod at gmail.com, if you want to get it read out. Like Lucy, like Lee, like Ray, we will endeavour to do that even if you don't want it read out just send us things we love hearing from you it means the world to us if that's not your thing over on tiktok come along pond podcast we upload clips in the episodes to remind you of how silly we we are how ridiculous we can be and you can have fun if you think god i've not listened in a while but you just want to see some of our highlights and our lowlights tiktok is the place to be if you want to keep abreast of when episodes are coming out and you want to tag us in things and get us involved in Silly little goofs. Twitter is definitely a place you can follow us. That is coming on Pond DW. Not super active over there, but you know, if you engage with us, we will try and engage back. But of course, as Damon said at some point through the episode, come along Pond Podcast on Instagram. Stories happening all the time. Post updates. If you want to know what's happening in the wilderness years between series two and series three, Instagram is the place to be. And of course, I mentioned last week's episode, we are still going to be having links active if you want to donate to mermaids through our just giving page that'll be active over there there is one on twitter still on instagram you can find all that and again thank you for any of the money raised we really appreciate it it's really lovely of you guys but with all that being said thank you so much for joining me thank you so much what a depressing episode <laughs> and i give you there from my lungs Bye, guys. Bye. 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 See you for the wrap-up. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Podcast listeners, I... When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.